Hey everybody, we just decided this morning, this is Veterans Day, and my wife and I uh, are taking the day off, basically, although here I am. Uh, this is a baseball diamond not far from our house at the Grace McDonald Park. I come here and walk and pray. It's usually very quiet here. Um, I wanted to drop by and just give a little update for our friends and our partners. Uh, many have been asking about uh, our presence on social media and uh, we have cut down greatly so in some uh, respects on that presence and I wanted to share with you a book that I'm reading that's been very beneficial and helpful in my life it's called Hashtag Struggles written by Craig Groeschel uh, following Jesus in a selfie centered world and um, there's a, there's a method to the madness, you see. I'm getting ready to do a radio series where parts of that series will come from this book. And part of what we're going to be talking about is Ten Commandments of using social media to grow your faith and to share God's love. The sad facts are, all too often, social media uh, is becoming a debate platform, um, a complaining arena, etc and so forth and so the Lord instructed me personally now this is just for brother Paxton to just kind of take a little bit of a 60-day sabbatical or a 60-day fast if you will uh, from Facebook now we're still uh, every day you can follow us on Twitter you can follow me on Periscope at times Instagram etc but I want to give you these 10 commandments briefly and on the radio show I'm going to talk about these in much more detail. But here they are. Number one, put God first in all that you say and post on social media. Okay? Uh, that's important because we are Christians. And, you know, self isn't supposed to be put first. Now listen, there's nothing wrong with posting a selfie. There's nothing wrong with telling people what your ministry is doing. Uh, there's nothing wrong with sharing pictures of your family and your friends. Not a thing wrong with it. Social media can be used for such good in the kingdom of God. And so we don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater. But what I'm saying is all too often we use social media uh, in a way that feeds our egos to the point where if we don't get what we want from it, then we become disgruntled and we let that show and it's dishonoring to the Lord Jesus Christ. So we want to put God first in all that we say and post. Secondly, we want to love others as we desire to be loved. Thirdly, we want to use social media to facilitate, not to replace, real relationships. Fourthly, we want to use social media instead of being controlled by it as an idol. You know, I do not bow down and worship my likes on Facebook. It's just that simple. It is not an idol to me. Okay? It does not determine whether I am a success or not. It does not determine whether I am going to follow the vision of God for my life or not. It is not my idol. Fifthly, now here's a big one. Here's a big one. If you are a Christian, please listen to number five. I hope you've heard all of them so far, but number five is important. Turn your virtual other cheek to posts 
that offend you. And one of the things God's been dealing with my heart about for the last six months, I'm just going to be honest with you, people who are angry and offended all the time, every other day about something, have got some serious spiritual issues that we need to address. And so we need to learn to turn our virtual other cheek to posts that offend us. Why am I offended so much? I am a Christian. Supposedly, I have the joy of the Lord in my heart. Supposedly, I'm filled with the Spirit. Supposedly, I'm filled with His joy and with His love and with His compassion. So why am I angry? There's been times in my life I've had to ask myself that question. Why am I angry? Why am I offended? Why do things bother me the way that they do? And then you know what, my dear friends? When you take that trip to the cross, hallelujah, when you take that trip to the altar and leave it there and let God crucify it, He raises up in its place a capacity for ministry that you did not have before. Turn your virtual other cheek to posts that offend you. Number six, do not post out of emotion. Number seven, always reflect Jesus loving God, whether you're online or offline. Number eight, do not use social media to fuel temptations. Number nine, form your own opinion rather than simply following the crowd. And number ten, do not base your identity on what people think. Ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be a great radio series, and I want to encourage you to tell your friends, tell your, your family members, tell everybody that you can to tune in to follow the post on Spreaker Web Radio, because we're going to dig into things that I believe will set us free and give us that purpose to follow destiny that we desperately need to have in these last days. I want to tell you this as we close this little uh, update. Um, every single believer has a destiny. Don't let ego ruin it. Don't let bad behavior destroy it. Don't let social media become the focus of your life. Let ministry be your life's focus. You know something I was telling my wife the other day? I remember well the days before Facebook. I remember coming home from work and I didn't sit there with a device scanning social media for three, four, five hours to see what people were saying about everything under the sun that I could care less about really anyway. I didn't do those things. What did I do instead? I would watch Lester Summerall with my wife and family. I, I, we, we would study the Word of God and find out how to live and walk in love and forgiveness. We would, we would watch uh, whatever that pertained to the Word. We would spend time studying the Word of God. We got anointed and ministry opportunities came. Hallelujah. A lot of times we use, and I know I have in my ministry, well, I use Facebook, I use social media to open up doors for ministry opportunities. And that there is some merit and value to that. Yes, we've made some great friends. I love my friends. I love my family. They're all out there on social media. Wonderful. But more opportunities come in those face-to-face -face relationships 
and more opportunities come as you get more anointed. And you cannot get anointed by engaging in debate. You get anointed by engaging in prayer. And when I turn off what the opinions of men are about every subject under the sun, and I open up the Word of God, it teaches me how to die to flesh, how to die to self, how to forgive, I mean really forgive, how to love, how to be filled with joy, hallelujah. And the new man begins to have ascendancy over those things in my life that are bringing me down. And so I'm going to encourage you, lastly, as I close this update, we're not going on a diatribe against social media because it can be used for such good in the kingdom of God. But what I am going to be talking about is putting it in its proper perspective. And I'm going to talk about the fact that there are deeper issues involved than Facebook or Twitter or whatever. There's deeper issues involved that, we, that causes us to want to have our voice heard so much. That wants to have our opinion out there so much. Now, I'm not talking about preaching and teaching the Word. I'm just talking about those things in us that where Je the world says show yourself, Jesus said die to yourself. The world, the world says just lay it all out there. Lay all your feelings out there. Jesus said walk in the Spirit and love your enemies. And so, I don't have to rant, rave, and lay my feelings out. Those things belong in a closet of prayer. And those things belong with close people, close friends that you can trust, loved ones, whatever, as we pray together and help one another in these last days to break these bondages, to break these bondages that we have to have you know do you realize that not too many people have a close set of friends that they encounter on a regular basis and friend the word friend has taken on a different definition there are some friends I have that I follow and they don't follow me that's one kind of friend there are some friends that they follow me and I don't follow them that's another kind of friend then there are friends that we both follow each other but what I'm talking about is the friend that is there when you pick up the telephone and say, I need you to come and have prayer with me today. Th those are the type of things that we need to reclaim in our lives. And so rather than me and, and my wife, after we have a hard day of work, her at her office, me in the ministry, come home in the evening, rather than sit around and do virtual stuff, I would rather go downtown and do some real stuff. And I would rather go to the, the Bible study area and learn how to be the Christian that Jesus wants me to be in these last days. And I'm telling you, God's going to release an anointing upon that. An anointing will precede ministry. And, and every member of the body of Christ has a great destiny that they can fulfill. You might not be a, a, a big televangelist. You might not be that type of, of a ministry. You might not be uh, the, the leader or the head or the star all the time. But God has a place for you to plug in and serve in the body of Christ in your local church. He has that place for you. But 
life, we have to live and walk and act and behave like Christians. I'm going to give you a final example of one thing that I'm talking about is the number of Christians that go out uh, on, on political candidates that do not share our values as Christians and some of the hateful, ungodly, unchristlike comments that you'll read on Facebook that a Christian should never even it should never even come out of their lips let alone be posted for millions of people around the world to read these are the type of things to where brother Paxton's just pulled away hey listen I love I love my friends I got some great friends on Facebook in that definition of friendship I've got some great friends on Facebook but you know what I got some family on Facebook I miss it in that sense and I love them uh, but at the same time somebody's going to have to stand up and start raising their voice about these issues. Just like celebrate Christians that celebrate at a death penalty uh, execution situation. It's wrong. It's, it's ungodly to get up and call the leader of your country, which I, I'll be honest with you, I do not agree with the man, I do not support the man, and I do not respect his policies at all. But I'm not going to get up and call him names that would come out of the mouth of a sailor and call myself a Christian. So these are the type of things that somebody's going to, and, and I believe God's raising up a whole bunch of people right now, I know many of them, that we've got plenty of contacts without social media. We've got plenty of ministry opportunity that's presented to us without using it in that way. Now what we do want to do is sometimes the posts that you will put out there will just cheer and brighten somebody's day. We want to be able to keep doing that. We want, so our presence will stay on there. It's just that the amount of time we stay on there will be about zero as we post and go. And then every so often we'll do our best to interact as we can. But this is how we interact right here. As we get with you... We share with you what God's doing in our heart. We try to come to some neat places, share with you what God's doing in our heart, and uh, encourage you. I want to see the reason we do these things is not so that I can just have another thing to say. I want to encourage you to be all that you can be in Jesus Christ in these last days. We need all hands on deck. We need everybody available. We need everybody prospering in the call that God has given them. We need everybody under authority so that we can march in rank and make an impact against the kingdom of darkness. We're coming into it a very special year, not because it's my 35 years of ministry celebration, but because it's election year in the United States of America. We need every Christian to be in unity, not hating one another, not angry with one another, offended with one another, but in unity to, to bombard the heavenlies with a prayer of repentance for America and, and, and beseech the Lord to give us a leader that will pull us back to God. So much is at stake. So very much is at stake. And so that's why, very shortly on radio, and it will be during the holiday season. Uh, we will intersperse it with holiday uh, teachings. But we're going to talk about these things. We're going to talk about the impact of social media, both good and bad. Do you realize 
I know I said I was closing, but I'm a preacher and I don't have a watch. But do you realize <clears throat> recent studies indicate the young generation, they asked uh, certain college age kids, do you ever cold call when you order a pizza or do you write a script? And over 70%, 70% said that they have to write a script before they order that pizza. And they go by that script when they're on the telephone. That's amazing. That's amazing. See, when you have this device, you can control what you say. You can control the image of you that you present. It's filtered. Face-to-face... We're not in control. And that's the way that God intends it to be. So I can't, when I'm face to face with you, I can't say, oh, let me edit this before I post. We just need to learn flat out to accept people for who they are, to love them with the love of Jesus Christ, and to encourage, the Bible says, to provoke one another to good works, to encourage we need to all be encouraging each other. You need to encourage me. I need to encourage you to good works in the day in which we're living in. So we're going to talk about these things. That's the reason for the book. I'm not going to be gleaning all of the material from this book, but I do want to say that Hashtag Struggles by Craig Groeschel, following Jesus in a selfie-centered world, has made a huge difference in my life. And I'm going to be talking about it very shortly on Spreaker Web Radio. So tune in, please. God bless you. Bye-bye.